On today's episode, we are going to take a look at two more stocks that just reported earnings and are down big. Are they giving us buying opportunities? We're going to find out in today's episode. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and make sure to stay tuned where I live stream here on YouTube every morning at nine o'clock, taking a look at stocks you want me to look at. So let's get started. But before we begin, let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock advisors average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now on to today's video. All right, so the first company we are gonna take a look at is Ford. This is traded under the New York Stock Exchange as ticker F. And right now, as I am recording this video, it's 30 minutes before closing. The stock price is down 8.6% and sitting at $11.36. If we take a look at the 52-week high, the stock has pulled back somewhat, but not too crazy, 15%. And year to date, the stock has given great results to investors up 33%. That's pretty impressive. So congratulations to those holding long. Another thing we can see, Ford pays a nice dividend of about 5%. All right, so next, let's take a look at Ford's most recent presentations. And let's just do a quick highlight. Revenue was $36.2 billion. This was up about $2 billion compared to a year ago. Adjusted EBITDA was profitable at $4.8 billion. Last year, they were not profitable. Their adjusted EBITDA margins are about 13.3%. They are profitable in adjusted earnings per share as well, obviously. And if we take a look at adjusted free cash flow, there's still loss of $0.4 billion there, but that's up one8 compared to a year ago. So we can see their numbers look really good. They increased in revenue they're profitable in adjusted EBITDA they were profitable in adjusted earnings per share why has the stock price tank main issue and this is something that's been hitting a lot of the automobile industry and it is the chip shortage for quarter one they originally forecasted around a 10 to 20 percent decrease on units their actual decrease was about 17 percent because of the chip shortage that was about an extra 200,000 cars that they did not sell or produce because of that shortage and that's insane one thing the ceo did mention was that this even though they saw 200,000 less units the average selling prices of cars have increased due to the demand right so it, it didn't really affect the company too too much most recent news about this chip shortage is it, not getting any better there was a, a supplier had a fire in japan and this supplier provides 30 percent of chips to all automobile industry so it's a huge huge impact and because of this shortage thanks to this fire as well quarter two is going to be pretty pretty weak for four they expect 50 percent less vehicles production 
The CEO also mentioned that the second half of the year, so quarter three and quarter four, will also be affected similar to quarter one. So somewhere between 10 to 20 percent each quarter. So we can see Ford and a lot of these automobile companies are going to have a very, very hard time in these upcoming few quarters. Some good news. The CEO, he did have an interview and I got a lot of information from him there. The Mustang Mach-E, which is their fully electrical car right now. On average, it only has four days on the lot and they are sold out. The Bronco, which is coming out soon, they are sold out for almost two years with the current numbers right now. The S-Series, this is about 25 days on the lot and the average selling price has increased about 30% right now. So things like that are helping the car companies continue to provide great revenues and provide strong adjusted EBITDA. Some other news about Ford, they're investing another 1 billion in new electric vehicle manufacturing center in Germany. And this is part of their 22 billion electrification investment plan for Europe. They're also bringing the first European built volume all electric passenger vehicle for European customers. And this will be assembled in this plant starting in 2023. So one thing we're going to take a look at is Ford is really doing a reorg. They've done the reorg on what type of vehicles they sell in what type of regions. They originally had all types of vehicles in all these regions. Some of them were not selling well, but so in they were seeing bigger losses. Now they're kind of really shrinking down their lines to the region specific, and that has been helping the overall long terms of the company and like i said this is my first time really looking at ford and it's pretty interesting for them to be doing this so we can see in north america wholesale units were down about 14 percent mainly because of the chip shortage but revenue was actually up five percent so even though revenue only saw about a five percent increase in north america the EBITDA value was up next if we take a look at south america we can see right wholesale units were down about 70 percent Um, This is mainly because of the restructuring of the business there. And even though wholesale units were down 70%, revenue was only down 40%. And they are still, and they are improving a bit on their beat up margins there. If we take a look at Europe, Europe wholesale units were down 4%, but revenue was up 13%. And they are now profitable in Europe when we're taking a look at a beta values. So we can see the overall transition from the company in china the company saw an increase in wholesale units and increase in revenue and they are now almost breaking even there next if we take a quick look at their balance sheet right they have about 31.3 in company cash balance and they have about 25.9 in debt right now they're cash net of about 5.5 billion dollars that's pretty insane numbers all right, so the second company we are going to take a look at is Teladoc. This is traded under the New York Stock Exchange as ticker TDOC. It's currently down about 8.5%, sitting at $170. If we take a look at its 52-week high, the stock is down over 42%. That is insane. And earnings aren't helping out at all. Currently has a market cap of about $26 billion is what Google shows right now. And now let's take a closer look at their earnings earnings why is the stock price really pulling but one thing i do want to mention right this is the 52 week look at the company's price chart and even though it has been very volatile the stock has barely moved it's actually down about two percent in the past year that that to me is pretty pretty insane this is crazy this is what happens when sometimes valuations get overextended sometimes they just sit a while for a year 
And that's what Teladoc has been doing. All right, so now let's take a quick look at their highlights, right? Revenue was 454 million. That grew 151% compared to the same time last year. Their adjusted EBITDA was $56 million this year. So we can see they are profitable in adjusted EBITDA and that grew 430%. They did such a great revenue quarter one that they actually increased their guidance for the full year by about 20 million in both the low and end side one thing they also gave guidance for second quarter of 2021 and they expect revenue guidance to be somewhere between 495 million to 505 million so they're expecting strong revenue year to year growth and they're also expecting growth quarter to quarter which is what you want to see with services like this they are profitable for adjusted beta for the full year of 2021 they expect around 255 million to 275 million and again profitable in about 61 million dollars to 64 for the second for the second quarter of 2021 those are better numbers than what we see here in quarter one so it, it's pretty good right that we're seeing growth in revenue from quarter to quarter for quarter two compared to quarter one and that's what you want to see right because teledoc right even though it is a telemedicine place this i want to say is a a company that needs to deal with memberships and with monthly active users so you can kind of relate it to a streaming service company maybe a social platform company that you want to see that monthly active users increasing you want to see that form of revenue increasing quarter to quarter some additional highlights right there has been some significant expansion on on teledoc services teledoc is becoming the standard provider of telehealth services for commercial plans yeah just taking a quick look at charts of revenue compared to same time last year we're seeing huge growth there acts from visits fee revenue access fee revenue us revenue international revenue everything sub big let's take a look at us paid membership us paid membership has really not moved that much it's been pretty flat for the past four quarters right there hasn't been any growth there at all the only one that has seen some major growth and that is that chronic care enrollment that is thanks to that levango um the levango uh merger acquisition we can see that was a great play for teledoc um and that's helping seeing huge growth there um but this is a scary thing the us paid member i i would hate to see a decrease there um but it's been pretty pretty flatline for the past four quarters pretty much stock price right the stock price has been pretty flat for the past four quarters as well even though paid membership has been flat the overall visits has increased both international and u.s visits now let's take a quick look at their balance sheet their balance sheet it seems a bit weak in my opinion but it is because of the merger right they have cash of about 723 million this is cash equivalents and short-term investments when they have convertible and long-term debt of about 1.35 billion so they do they are a bit leveraged right now um and that's not something i like to see especially since they are not profitable not positive in operating cash flow from operations so i wish that would have been a different case but it is a lot because of that merger and i can understand it it's just not something i would like to see next they gave us guidance for second quarter of 2021 and for the full year of 2021 and i do believe this is another reason the stock price hasn't moved much look us paid members they expect the year-to-year growth of about one to three percent for the second quarter that's super super low total visits are expected to grow 16 to 23 percent that's actually great news for the full year they expect us paid memberships to increase either zero to four percent year-to-year growth um so we can see there there's 
kind of been on a slowdown on this market. Again, we've seen it with other other subscription services that right now um, paid memberships. We saw a huge influx last year. This year's more of a slowdown. So I do believe because of this, the stock price might be a bit quiet for the next few quarters unless they show us some better results for second quarter and unless they show us some better results for the full year. All right, so now my overall thoughts on both these companies. Both of them have seen a crazy pull down after earnings because why, why have we seen that crazy pull down? Because this year seems to be is going to be a bad year for both of them. Ford expects that ship shortage to really impact the company's production line and Teladoc is expecting not much growth in paid users. Um, so I can see why the stock prices are down. But is this a buying opportunity? Remember, we are long-term investors. So as long-term investors, we really care more about the future. Outside of the production line this year, can Ford really expand into that EV market? It seems like they are pretty good, right? They, they could, right? The Mackie is doing good on sales. And they're pretty, they're being pretty smart in what type of cars they're selling in what type of regions, which is overall improving their EBITDA margins. So I could see Ford improving over time and after this year could be a long great return so this is ford is one that i wouldn't mind having on my watch list teladoc outside of outside of this year and slow growth i can see the future future quarters do well the future years do well so i do believe both of them could be giving us some type of buying opportunity depending on what type of market you want to enter if i wanted to enter any of these positions both of them i would open with a little bit more than a smaller position size since they both seen a nice pull down but i am going to expect that both these companies won't move too much unless the upcoming quarter shows something else from what they explained today so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and see you next time.